Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, are the holidays over finally? Oh, okay, they are. I uh, hope everyone had a happy new year. Uh, I, I know one person did, at least one person did. The winner of the Powerball on January 1, uh, which was, uh, if you're listening live, yesterday, uh, they won an $842.4 million jackpot in Grand Blank, Michigan, which is just, you know, just south of Flint there in Michigan. Uh, they bought it at the Food Castle of Grand Blank. So if that's you, congratulations and happy new year to you it's good to be back welcome welcome to chewing the fat yeah there were some more winners in the uh, powerball as well um they had uh four tickets sold in california connecticut florida and maryland that win a million dollars uh two tickets from florida and texas which I was not one, matched all five white balls and won a $2 million in prizes. And there were additional, I don't know, $50,000 prizes and $150,000 prizes. So congratulations to all those winners. Happy New Year to you. And Happy New Year to those of you in 22 states that increased the minimum wage rolling in the cash at minimum wage so the lowest wage allowed in montana is now ten dollars and thirty cents an hour sixteen dollars in new york california and washington workers in florida nevada oregon dc will get a pay bump later in the year is it nevada 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 i know all the people from nevada are really mad uh, meanwhile the federal minimum wage uh, is still seven dollars and 25 cents man you are raking in some cash at seven dollars and 25 cents an hour and it's uh that's the baseline in 20 states seven dollars and 25 cents an hour if you're working for that you are working for the wrong place i may have to double check what my contract breaks down to be (laughs) because i feel like it's less than 725 an hour but you know what do i know maybe that's just because of the inflation on everything that we not only myself but you have to purchase these days it's through the roof i know i know and it may be something that we all have had to deal with over the years it's just a you know a different time i was reading uh, a post about uh well there were comments from the year 1957 and i don't know if they're real or not because i feel like they say what we want them to say but uh you know they they started off with i'll tell you one thing if things keep going the way they are, it's going to be impossible to buy a week's groceries for $20. I don't know if that's $19.57. I'm afraid to send my kids to the movies anymore. Ever since they let Clark Gable get away with saying, damn, and gone with the wind. It seems every, every movie now has either hell or damn in it. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the new cars coming out next year it won't be long before five thousand dollars will only buy a used one yeah no kidding uh good luck buying a set of tires for five thousand dollars these days <laughs> if cigarettes keep going up uh, i'm gonna quit a quarter a pack is ridiculous right it continues i never thought i'd see the day all of our kitchen appliances would be electric they're even making electric typewriters now 
okay i man, think of where I mean, if, if this is true and there's no you know there's nobody putting their name to any of these these are just newspaper comments from 1957 you know oh back minimum wage if they if they raise the minimum wage to a dollar nobody will be able to hire outside help at the store i know i think of that it's like you know the the actual minimum wage for i don't know many states and 20 states is still seven dollars and 25 cents an hour you're making almost a buck in 1957 that's uh it doesn't seem like that's a good deal again i know it's just me the uh, drive-in restaurant is convenient in nice weather but i seriously doubt they will ever catch on (laughs) (laughs) now this one uh there's no sense going to lincoln or omaha anymore for a weekend it costs nearly 15 dollars a night to stay in a hotel first of all that's too much for lincoln or omaha even in today's world oh stop it it's lincoln and omaha it's fine the great state of nebraska way better than uh ohio i think we can all agree on that can't we it it continues if they think i'll pay 50 cents for a haircut forget it (laughs) right Uh, did you see where uh, some baseball player just signed a contract for seventy five thousand dollars a year just to play ball wouldn't surprise me if someday they're making more than the president well you're not going to be surprised because uh, they are. Uh, no one can afford to be sick anymore. $35 a day in the hospital. Too rich for my blood. Think about it. Those are just thoughts from uh, 1957. And uh, boy, if, the, if these are actually, if this is true, these are true statements. Uh, man, you can see that uh, anytime uh, this country is uh, complaining about how much things cost and where we're headed. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, so sure, we had a little bit of uh, beer-battered Pollock fillets and beer-battered cod fillets uh, recalled from the Food and Drug Administration, a nationwide recall. Uh, Tampa Bay Fisheries, Inc., is uh, voluntarily recalling the products because it contains soy, which was not declared on the product label, and we cannot have that. You, well, We all know that, right? You put soy into a product and it's not on the label shut it down so (laughs) they were sold at uh, whole foods market the beer battered pollock fillets and (laughs) the uh, beer battered cod fillets so if you're feeling ill man it is because the soy was in the product and it was not listed so if you i know don't look at me i know you got allergies severe sensitivity to soy it could be, uh, you know, life-threatening allergic reaction. I get it. 
So you could bring it back for your money. You could throw it away. The thing is, uh, no illnesses have been reported to date, but it could. It could happen. It could happen. All the product has been pulled from the shelves. And so if you still have some in your freezer and you haven't eaten the uh, Whole Foods beer-battered bollock fillets or the beer-battered cod fillets, be careful because they have soy in them and it doesn't say it on the label. Which is why, out of a, an abundance of caution, that they were uh, voluntarily recalled. Uh huh. Then we have, well, I guess this would be good news with our EVs. Uh, the United States government uh, said that the subsidies that you can get for buying an EV, you can get them right there at the dealership. Now, no one is there buying them, but you can get them if you want them. You can snag up to $7,500 on the day you buy the electric car instead of waiting to claim it on your tax return. Now, uh, that's not for all of them, like the Tesla Model 3S. Uh, and the uh, Mustang Mach-E, yeah, you're not eligible for the tax break. So you can get those. Those are beautiful cars, but no, you're not getting a tax break at the dealership or on your taxes. So just move on. And those of you that uh, were having issues with your new Chevrolet Blazer EVs, all, I don't know, two of you? Yeah, those have been uh, recalled. Well, they're not recalled, okay? They're halting sales. And uh, there was, you know, a little bit of an issue. Some the uh, vice president of Global Chevrolet said that we are aware of a limited number of customers that have experienced software-related quality issues with their Blazer EV. Customer satisfaction is our priority, and as such, we will take a brief pause on new deliveries. I mean, this is the same car, the Blazer EV, that had the issue with uh, the guy, the uh, media guy, was doing uh, inside EVs, and he was, you know, traveling with the Blazer. Ooh, that was not good. Uh, he was taking he was taking the new Blazer EV on a drive. The infotainment screen goes blank. It was the car said it was unable to charge. Uh, the vehicle uh, failed to even continue to proceed and uh so that's when he just rented a you know a car an internal combustion powered rental car you know one that run by gasoline and uh, he continued out his trip <laughs> so look hey hey gm said though this is not related to the altium or google built in so the sale is you know the stop sale is just until we issue a software update to remedy these concerns <laughs> yeah i would say so if the infotainment screen goes blank you're unable to charge oh i forgot to mention the window switches stopped working yeah i don't worry about it uh, you know your warning lights are all over the place in fact 23 fault code problems came up on the one man kevin williams inside evs drive so i'll just get a I'll just get a gas-powered car and move on. Yeah, I hate those fossil fuels, though. Man, do I hate those fossil fuels. Then we have a ship just on fire. Uh, It's got a ship of, I don't know, lithium-ion batteries on the ship just burning. Yeah, we're going to just let it burn. Wait, what? Yes. Uh, The cargo ship uh, just caught on fire. 
Oh, uh, caught on fire offshore of Alaska, and uh, they tried to extinguish the flames uh, to no avail. So the fire started on Christmas Day, and the ship owner, uh, a spokesperson for the ship owner, Wisdom Marine Group, uh, the crew released carbon dioxide into the hold, sealed it over concerns of an explosion. Uh, yeah. So now the Coast Guard is there, and uh, there it was going into the uh, on Alaska, which is beautiful this time of year. It's <laughs> it's one of the busiest fishing ports actually in on Alaska, the Aleutian Islands community. Uh, yeah, I was gonna dock there. No, not anymore. No, we're sitting that off the coast. Uh, no, we don't want anything uh, coming to the coast. They're just letting it burn. Uh, no, we're not coming any closer than two miles to the coast and the safety of Unalaska residents and the surrounding communities are top priority. Now, the owners have said there's no oil leaks associated with the incident. I would say there's no oil leaks yet. A team of marine firefighting experts uh, late Friday said that uh, well, yeah, there's no signs of structural deformation or blistering outside of the cargo hold. Uh-huh. Now, there's a team remaining on the ship. They got the crew off, but there's a team that remains on the ship to evaluate the situation. <laughs> and now, so, according to Marine Traffic website, the ship uh, had the carrying capacity of more than 13,000 tons and sails under the flag of Panama. Now, I don't know how many batteries are on the ship, but the picture of it is just sitting off the coast of Alaska. And they're just letting it burn. Good times. Good times for the battery world. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. All right, be sure to follow me on the social media accounts at JeffyJFR on X, Jeff Fisher Radio on Instagram and Facebook. Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher on YouTube. Be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat, this show that you're listening to right now. If you're not a subscriber and you're listening, uh, you're freeloading. And nobody likes a freeloader, okay? Everybody likes free stuff. The show is free. All you have to do is pick a, a platform that you enjoy and subscribe. But don't be listed on your friend's phone or your f- and using their platform. No, nobody likes a freeloader. Okay, so subscribe to uh, Chewing the Fat. Also, you can uh, order a Cameo from me uh, at JeffyJFR on Cameo. That's not free, but uh, it is fun, and you can order a Cameo. Just go to Cameo at JeffyJFR and uh, tell them, you know, tell me what you want. Happy, glad, sad, mad, mean, or whatever you need, and uh, I'll do it. So I got an email, uh, ChewingTheFat at TheBlaze.com, by the way. You can email the show uh, anytime. Ah, that's how the internet works. Uh, I got an email from uh, Grampy in Alabama. And uh, was signed by Grampy in Alabama. And uh, the, it's a very good email. It's a, it poses an interesting question. Okay, so here's the email. Jeffy, I know and understand the rule. Hey, what are you listening to? Okay, so the rule, if you're not familiar with the rule, if you are a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, if someone asks you, hey, what are you listening to? Your first answer as a subscriber to Chewing the Fat must be Chewing the Fat. That's just the way it is. I know you're going to listen to other stuff, but you know your answer as a subscriber has to be Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Those are the rules. You know, I don't make them up. Well, 
actually I do but those are the rules uh, and so but recently a situation almost came up and I realized I wouldn't have known what to do okay uh, I deliver groceries usually I carry everything from my car to the house myself but sometimes the customer comes out to help isn't that special uh, because I work all day and you only work an hour or so oh okay all right just calm down with that all right i i work a lot more than that but uh, a little jab in the heart there it's okay i have to fill the time with other podcasts i know that that's what i've said all along one of them is a joe rogan stand-up comedy show called kill tony all right i mean that's that's a fine show i appreciate that it was playing loudly on the car speakers and was funny enough to make me laugh out loud as the customer came up to help me unload my truck uh if if now they didn't ask if he had asked me what I was listening to right then. What is the chewing the fat policy? Uh, is it only the earphones? Uh, love the show and thank you very much. And he also said that he likes me when I show up on uh, Mojo Five O. I uh, do a weekly, uh, weekly little fun hit with Brad and Ron over there at the. Is it the real Daily Mojo or Daily Mojo the real? I don't know. It's just you know what I'm talking about. Just go to. What is it? Mojo50.com or the real Daily Mojo or whatever it is. The Daily Mojo. Whatever it is. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, Brad is so mad at me right now for that. So here's the deal. The rule is when asked, what are you listening to? Your answer as a subscriber of Chewing the Fat is chewing the fat with jeff fisher that's the rule i don't care it doesn't matter now i know this rule needs to be you know it needs to be thought out a little bit but uh, the rule is the rule now obviously if the person says that doesn't sound that's chewing the fat with jeff fisher well then that's when you would say that's when you would say no that right there uh, that's joe rogan's uh, stand-up comedy show kill tony but uh you should listen to chewing the fat with jeff fisher see you followed the rule now you've you've told it then you've told the truth and you've also uh, promoted the show so i mean the rule's the rule uh when asked you must answer chewing the fat duh so i was uh, looking i watched a lot of tv over the break and a lot of different shows i started re-watching some shows uh reacher by the way on prime what are you doing with this one episode a week thing this is just driving me crazy it's been really good but having to wait for it on a weekly basis is really i don't know it's really agonizing i wanted them to just drop the whole thing then i was looking at the top most watched primetime telecasts of 2023 now, of course, the top one, number one, is the Super Bowl. The 114, almost 115 million people. And then you get into uh, the championship games of NFL. So the top, I think, 15 are NFL games. And then you have the Oscars jump, jumping into 19 million. So all the NFL games, the top 14 are over 20 million. You get into 45 and 50 million for the playoffs that are, you know, one, two, and three, 114 for the, the Super Bowl. And then you have the Oscars at 15. And they were back to NFL games until 22, where you have Next Level Chef. <laughs> okay. Next Level Chef, season two, episode one. Uh, that's Gordon Ramsay. Now, that's a time slot hit if there ever was one. Oh, when was this show on? I don't know. 2 12 23. What did this show follow? Uh, oh, I know. The Super Bowl. <laughs> 
so this either and i don't i honestly i don't know when it aired so it was either pre super bowl or after super bowl i'm sure it was probably post super bowl because they probably promoted it during the super bowl i i just don't remember and then we're back to nfl until i don't know 31 you get into the ncaa basketball championship a lot of sports all sports except for gordon ramsey which was the time slot hit uh, around the super bowl uh the grammy awards got 13 million at 36 nba finals at 35 so 35 and 36 are not nfl games so just incredible all these shows uh you know getting big numbers and they're mostly nfl games i mean we know that but when you start getting down into uh uh, some of the shows that had huge ratings like this uh, accused season one episode one on 122.23 that's absolutely a time slot hit it's after a football game and the first episode was actually pretty good the others uh, there was only i watched uh, i think i've watched most of those episodes of the accused and the first one was pretty good and there were maybe a couple of the accused they're different stories each week and it was uh, i was kind of eh it was just eh and then ncis hawaii definitely a time slot hit although i continue to watch it because it's ncis but all these shows are time slot hits 60 minutes uh you know that's before that airs you know right around uh after football uh before football ncis a lot of fbis and ncis's most of those are you know i like them and i watch them but uh, you know they're kind of like time slot hits and those all have nine ten million viewers um you know blue bloods a lot of blue bloods in here which you know season 13 episode 14 um you know it was huge uh you know almost 10 million people are watching that so you know a lot of blue bloods and they did they we know that they re-upped the only show on here that i have not that i can't get into and i've tried a couple times is chicago fire uh not really sure i mean i i i've watched it a couple times and it's okay that's all right guess it's one of you know just another bougie television show but i've got other shows to get to <laughs> no time for chicago fire all right i see where uh uh fire country is that the name of it? fire country i think it is that just re-upped so we got new shows coming out uh, soon on uh on uh, the networks uh, during january and after the super bowl for sure yellowstone uh the uh season five episode eight the knife and no coin that had uh you know 11 and a half million so i mean there's some people watching these some of these shows that's pretty good most of the i'm really surprised that they gave the numbers these nfl games on prime video i i was wondering hey i wonder what prime is uh is getting for their for their thursday night games and uh, i think the highest rated thursday night game let's take a look at the highest rated thursday night game for prime it's probably about 11 or 12 million that's pretty good i think for a separate app uh yeah you're looking at uh 914 uh the philadelphia eagles and the minnesota vikings 15 million and then, yeah, there's 15 million. Next one is 15 million. Seattle, Dallas. So, and then 14 million. That's pretty good. You're getting over 15, over 10 million for those Prime games. I feel like Prime is uh, getting their money's worth for that. And I will say that I did watch the 60 Minutes, the season 55, episode 17, Prince Harry and Hans Zimmer. That was a pretty good episode. And uh, that had uh, 12,464,000 people, of which I was one. 
Don't get me started on the production of the NFL Prime shows, though. I've got a real issues. We may have even covered that. I've got some real issues with the NFL on Prime, but they're getting some, you know, some pretty decent numbers, and that's with uh, that's the NFL. Of course, they are. Then we have some uh, new movies uh, coming out this year. Uh, we've got Joker and Dune. <laughs> Whoa! Can't wait for that Dune, huh? We have the Amy Winehouse uh, biopic, the biopic, uh, Back to Black. And we have a new A24 film about a civil war in modern day America. Aha! Yeah, that's the one. I see. I think I see the promos for that with uh, Kirsten Dunst. Anyway, so we have that. I did watch uh, The Creator. I don't know if we talked about this or not, but I watched The Creator. And, you know, I really like the movie. Uh, I like John David Washington. That's Danzel's son. And I like the premise of the movie, you know, war between humans and robots, uh, you know, former soldier finds the secret weapon, uh, the robot, you know, in the form of a young child. I get it. I like the whole premise behind it. The only thing that bugged me through the whole movie, and it's just me, it's fine, I get it, I get it. The only thing that bugged me is that, you know, of course, and I say of course because it has to be this way in today's world, the U.S. is the bad guy and China is the good guy. And, I mean, even the movie, what happens when we win the war? There'll be peace, because that's what China wants. Okay, all right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Other than that, though, the whole... (laughs) Just remember, okay? U.S. bad, China good, and we'll all get along. Speaking of football and why they are the top shows uh, that people watch, I mean, the football uh, college weekend this weekend, along with the NFL, was tremendous. The two playoff games yesterday were so much fun to watch. Congratulations to the University of Michigan Wolverines. Hail to the victors as they beat Alabama and they will take on Washington. The Huskies from Washington, both teams undefeated this year. Both teams, Washington beat Texas, Michigan beat Alabama and they will play in the national championship next Monday uh, which will be fantastic. Uh, It'll be fun to watch. I don't know who will win that game. I have a feeling it felt like Michigan is the team to be reckoned with and they are on a mission then having said that (laughs) i think washington is a team that's on a mission and they both both teams have players and coaches that came back specifically came back this year to make it to the national championship and they did so this game next week will be fantastic there was so much fun to watch the playoff games and there were some great college games over the holidays great nfl games over the holidays just uh just fun to watch and that's why these athletic events uh, are number one why people watch why you have 20 to 50 to 100 million people watching games because they're new and you just there's so much fun to watch and you're watching top level athletes play their sport and it's just a really really fun and my mizzou tigers miz uh won the cotton bowl beat the ohio state buckeyes couldn't have been happier 
Still not a huge fan of the head coach of the Missouri Tigers, but he just got an extension on his contract because he had a great year. We'll see how that pans out. Uh, contracts really are, you know, don't mean much in today's world, but congratulations to Eli Drinkwitz, who uh, is the head coach of the Mizzou Tigers. Then we have the uh, the Pop-Tart Bowl. <laughs> Where the Pop-Tart gets put into uh, into a toaster and pops out non-edible version. It was just uh, really fun to watch. We had the Cheez-It Bowl where they had the, the Cheez-It uh, guy, the non-edible Cheez-It. No, the Pop-Tart guy was edible. And uh, their trophy, the, the Pop-Tart trophy is awesome. It's really tall and it's got, uh, you know, emblazoned Pop-Tarts on all sides of the of the uh, trophy and at the top there's a football that has the toaster slices in it where you put two real pop tarts really really funny and it was fun to see the coach get uh, dumped uh, with a bucket full of cheez-its after the victory it was just the whole i mean hello it's uh, college football i love college football don't get me wrong i love football nfl uh, as well but uh college rules the roost but now we're in the heat of the battle in the nfl as the playoffs are about to begin you know what else is about to begin (laughs) we are gonna see the original mickey and minnie mouse steamboat willie characters in some very strange that's a predicaments some very strange predicaments uh the early version of walt disney's mickey mouse enters the public domain so steamboat willie the character available for public use is out there in the open now it's only the original versions of mickey and minnie as they appear in steamboat willie that are up for grabs um (laughs) you don't get to use the characters with the white gloves and the red pants and the polka dots and the high-pitched voice those are all still off limits but man oh man are we going to see you know the mickey mouse horror movies we were fortunate enough to see the winnie the pooh blood and honey who didn't love that movie (laughs) and uh so there's gonna be some really good mickey mouse steamboat willie versions coming soon i know i think we've already got a game right uh there's a public domain game jam and then so i guess we're already gonna have uh you know unhinged mickey mouse hunting players in the dark (laughs) so be ready for steamboat willie mickey mouse uh doing some very very strange things that you wouldn't ordinarily see but disney let the uh let it go uh sorry you know what uh, we're not gonna we're not going to uh worry about the copyright for that any longer okay I know there's a whole bunch of things that are now open to the public with uh, the public domain on these copyrights. They claim that thousands of copyrighted works from uh, 1928 are entering the public domain. Sound recordings from 1923. Who doesn't love those? And they have a list of all these books and plays and films that are now open. Uh, public domain you can do with them what you want these uh musical compositions sound recordings let's see with the sound recordings who's sorry now uh, recorded by lewis james uh, the happy six the original memphis five is now 
in the open. <laughs> oh, Bambolina. Oh, hello. By the Ray Miller Orchestra. Hello. Who doesn't love that? So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you might. They might end up using this one though if Michigan wins the national champion championship because of the uh, the Wolverine Blues are recorded by Benson Orchestra of Chicago. That's in the open domain, the public domain now. So that's almost a title of a canon show. Tonight's episode: Wolverine Blues. And I think my favorite from Winnie the Pooh, although. Blood and Honey is pretty good. Uh, there was one uh, company. Uh, oh, shoot. It was a toilet paper company. I think a sustainable toilet paper company. I can't remember their name now. They used Winnie the Pooh as, uh, you know, the 100-acre wood has been cut down. And Pooh and Christopher Robin can't climb trees. And Owl's Home is a mere stump. That's a good movie, too. I know it's a commercial and it's for, you know, sustainable toilet paper, which, give me a break. But that's funny. <laughs> the hundred acre wood cut down Pooh and christopher robin no trees to climb owl's home a stump i don't know if they had tigger's gravestone there or not what would be on tigger's gravestone was the only one speaking of gravestones who died today who died today well first let's start with uh tom wilkinson tom wilkinson uh, the veteran actor you'd know him if you've seen him uh when you see the picture i mean if you think who's tom wilkinson as soon as you see him you go oh yeah but you remember him from the full monty he's been in a ton of movies um and just i mean emmys and academy award nominations the guy was awesome he was in a lot of a lot of movies a lot of shows born in the uk in 1948 uh he was you know really smart he was in a, a, so much stuff very sad he has passed away at the age of 75 tom wilkinson dead at the age of 75 i know what you're thinking uh, it doesn't say that it does say that he died suddenly at home with his wife and family so there's that then we have a rest in peace tom wilkinson then we have gaston glock yes gaston glock dead at the age of 94 gaston glock the engineer and tycoon and he really has been like a reclusive tycoon who developed one of the world's best selling handguns died at the age of 94 now gaston like tom wilkinson i mean was just an interesting cat um he didn't he bucked the system quite a bit gaston glock don't look at me like that he died at the age of 94 it doesn't say what he died from the announcement didn't give a cause for death or any other details so why don't you just shut up okay uh it's 65 percent of u.s federal state and local agencies according to the company uh use the glock and the anti-gun people do not like him now he rarely responded to criticism from activists i mean during i, mean, I remember during the big divorce they had uh, he and his wife uh, i don't know about i don't know it seems like forever ago so it probably in the 2010s something like that uh they had the big divorce and his wife just you know said he was like king lear and <laughs> he was just a recluse weird kind of dude however 
um, he would not join uh, other weapon manufacturers in signing a voluntary gun control deal with the U.S. government. He was like, uh, no, uh, that is not happening. So rest in peace, Gaston Glock, uh, dead at the age of 94. Here we go again. A Florida woman is suing Hershey after she says she was deceived by the chocolate brand's packaging of its holiday-themed items. Were you? Were you deceived by the packaging? (laughs) Okay, so this proposed federal class action lawsuit by plaintiff Cynthia Kelly of Hillsborough County, Florida, that's, uh, you know, Tampa, uh, stated uh, she was uh, filing on behalf of herself and all other similarly situated individuals who purchased a Reese's peanut butter product based on false and deceptive advertising. Wow. Uh, Hershey's labels for the products are materially misleading and numerous consumers have been tricked and misled by the pictures on the product's packaging. Okay, so it was uh, filed in the United States District Court of the for the Middle Court Middle District of Florida on uh, the 28th of 2023. Um, the products include Reese's peanut butter pumpkins, Reese's white pumpkins, Reese's pieces pumpkins, Reese's peanut butter ghost, Reese's white ghost, Reese's peanut butter bats, Reese's peanut butter footballs, Reese's peanut butter shapes, assortment snowman stocking bells. The Hershey Company said it's, uh, you know, she's falsely representing several Reese's peanut butter products as containing explicit carved out artistic designs when there are no such carvings on the actual products. I will say this. This is going to come as a surprise to you. I do have some Reese's peanut butter products in my possession. One is the peanut butter nut crackers from the holiday. Now, this isn't Halloween. Her stuff is all wrapped around Halloween. I know. Mine is wrapped around Christmas. But I will say that the... Nutcrackers looks like it's got nutcrack. I looked at the product and I was like, well, okay, so the package, uh, the wrapping looks like a nutcracker. Now, when I open it up, do I care if it looks like a nutcracker? I do not. I would say, oh, okay, so it's just in the shape of a would be nutcracker. Is it chocolate and peanut butter? Yes, that's what I care about. So I open up the product and oh my gosh, they do have a little stamp of the nutcracker on the chocolate for this. Now let's check out the Reese's milk chocolate peanut butter Christmas trees. Uh, This one is just actually the package just doesn't say Christmas trees. You can't have that on a package. It just says peanut butter trees. I wouldn't want you to think that it was a Christmas tree. That would just be horrible. All right, so let's open up the package of the tree. And the cutout is of a tree. That's it. There's no little stampings on it or anything like that. It is just a tree that looks similar to a Christmas tree. But it is not a Christmas tree. Otherwise, uh, they would have said that. They don't. So this is just another case of someone, you know, pissed that they're... I, I can't believe that we're saying we're mad because the Halloween candy, let me see exactly, the Reese's White Pumpkins, uh, I'm not sure what she's claiming, that they didn't, they didn't, they weren't, didn't have explicit carved out artistic designs 
when there are no such carvings on the actual products. Okay. Uh, this will not go through for sure. There's other, the litigation between uh, uh, the fast food restaurants where the food you know, was looking. Uh, they were saying, trying to claim that the pictures were different than what was actually being served. And the judge is like, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, and she's seeking $5 million. Uh, Hershey's do not give her any money. Uh, do not give her. If you give her money, I'm going to be pissed because I don't, I don't care. If someone were to give me a Reese's peanut butter product that was supposed to be a pumpkin, I would say, oh, look, that does it look like some kind of pumpkin shape? Yes. Is it peanut butter or cho- and chocolate? Yes, it is. Okay, that's fine. Thank you. But hey, good luck. Good luck to Cynthia Kelly from Hillsborough County, Florida, and your lawsuit against Reese's Peanut Butter Products. And I'll leave you with the joke of the day. Uh, joke for the day. Not joke of the day. Joke for the day. Uh, whatever you want to call it. You call it that. It's just a joke, okay? And it goes something like this. So I was at a bar last night, and the waitress screamed, Anyone know CPR? And I said, hell, I know the entire alphabet. Everyone laughed. Well, everyone except this one guy. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.